welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I'm Sean Shapiro. I'm a doctor of chiropractic from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And this episode of Breakfast with Champions, we had a title and it was, I want, you know, how do you, how can your business make more money this month? 
And um, basically, that's what this segment's about. And here we go. Personally, I'm a relationship person. I'm someone who values relationships over money any day of the week. But I do have employees. And as much as they might like me, chances are if I stop paying them, they won't be coming to work for me very long. So how do we keep the lights on? How do we afford staff lunches and our trip to see Nate Forrest in Las Vegas next week? How do we keep all these things happening, when, especially when business is flat or sagging? Well, the answer is really simple. You have to think like a beaver. It doesn't really matter if the dam breaks or not. You have to fix it, and you have to save as much water as you can before it all leaks out. Like a beaver, you need to mend your business wherever the water leaks out, and there's always somewhere where the water is leaking out. Hence the saying, busy as a beaver, right? But even though the revenue is an important metric for any business, all revenues are not the same. There is a real difference between needing money and lack of money. So before we get started on how we make money, let's talk about why we need to make money, right? We need the money, we need money, or rather we need a way to exchange things for goods and services and to pay the people who work for us if we have that kind of business. But we don't ever lack money, we just may be in the process of building our beaver pond where all that money sits because of the because all the gathered materials haven't been put in place yet and we haven't cut down enough five inch trees. Because we know the goal of the beaver dam is to create that beaver pond. And the purpose, believe it or not, of the beaver pond is to create a moat around the beaver lodge where the beaver will be protected from predators like coyotes and wolves and mountain lions you know oh my so now that i've concluded my discovery channel portion of this segment uh sorry candace of my you know what i would like to do is you know answer the question why is this guy talking about beaver dams at 5 a.m in the morning when i came here to talk about making money for my business and the answer is simple you me everyone here that owns a business needs to build a moat around us to make sure that we are insulated from the predators of business which in, which in most cases can be complacency. It might be a pandemic. It might even be bad, bad weather if you're a brick or mortar, right? Some people had to shut down this weekend for that storm or anything that disrupts your business's cash flow. The beaver is never complacent about the dam because even though she doesn't live in the dam, the dam is a necessary component of, of her home. So it's really important that the dam stays solid and that the beaver be constant steward of the dam to keep it intact. Just like the beaver, you need to make sure your business is like the dam and doesn't let the money leak out, doesn't let the water flow out. So when your cash flow is disrupted, the best way to react to, to bad news or to need for more money is the way the, dis, the dispassionate beaver does. Just start rebuilding the dam and look for the resources closest to you to do it because all you really need is mud and wood, right? Okay, but you don't see and you don't see a beaver really sitting around on the side of, of, of the stream, you know, hands on its hips, wondering why it can't why it can't afford, you know, the exotic materials. It's not looking for palm trees. You know, a beaver in New Hampshire is not lamenting the fact that it doesn't have palm trees to rebuild its dam. And for those of you who might be geographically challenged, you know, it was eight degrees here in New Hampshire the other day. There, there are no palm trees here. So what are the materials you need? To, to be busy as a beaver to stimulate extra cash flow this month? Well, I'm glad you may have asked that question again. Like a dam made up of logs and mud, there are locally available free ways for you to increase your business and keep your pond full. Here are the ways that I turn to to stimulate cash flow and keep the coyotes at bay. 
I'll give you a list of like five things here. So number one, we talked about this two weeks ago and we talked about referrals. Now, there are two types of referrals. There are internal sources and external sources of referrals. Internal are the easiest ones because these are with people who are already doing business with you, okay, that like you, hopefully, and are are willing to tell their friends and family about your your service or your or your product or whatever it is that you're selling them, right? So internal referrals are really the easiest way to get business right away because you can start a referral program. And just so you know, as we discussed two weeks ago, need for referrals and referral program are two different things. Everybody could use more referrals, right? But having a having a system in place to get those referrals is really important. So referral systems should be scripted. There should parameters as to whether you ask or not, and you should definitely have more than one ask in every referral. Refer back to uh, the two-week-ago segment on referrals uh, if you want more information on that. The other type of referral is an external referral, and these are created when we go out and network with other professionals about our business. Now, this could be on a Zoom call. It could be at lunch. It could be a, a million different ways, okay? But talking to p- other people about our business not only hones our message, but it also stimulates them to start sending business our way. And they can be in complimentary businesses to us. Like I could talk to a dentist about jaw pain because I, I'm really good at fixing TMJ problems. And I have lunch with the dentist. The dentist might send me a, a jaw patient. But it's going to take a little longer than an internal referral if somebody's already using you. Okay. Sometimes you'll find uh, a referral partner that is in desperate need of your services and and has like five or six people ready to go your way. But most of the time, it's about a relationship. And you might start seeing something if you develop that relationship in your, in your, you know, you keep your integrity in, in place and you don't come off as too needy, you, you'll, you'll, you might get some referrals by the end, end of the month um, that way. So, Internal referrals and external referrals are a very important part of getting new business right away. So there's, and then the second way is to find ways to serve your current clientele better. You may have the ability to add extra services that your clients need. And need is the key there. It's not just because you want to offer an extra service. You know, if you are a muffin maker, but then you want to open a psychic business on the side, I don't see, I don't see the, the, the connection there, you know what I'm saying? So be careful what services you, you add, right? Um, for example, my office, we offer supplements that can help enhance our services as well as other complementary services to chiropractic like massage, hypnotherapy, that type of stuff. So what, what don't you offer your customers now that they constantly ask you about? That's another great way to decide what to offer people, right? In my case in 2019, I had been getting questions for years about pillows and I had had pillows in my office, not had pillows in my office, and always had horrible results because not everybody worked, not every pillow worked for each other. So what I did was in 2019 with all these questions, people bringing six or seven pillows for me to muscle test them on. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, we, I came up with a company that makes custom pillows for people and we've never looked back. Like that is just a great offer that we have for people. And it didn't come from needing to stimulate cash flow, but what it did was stimulate cash flow because a custom made pillow is it makes makes pretty good money with and it's a pretty easy sell once somebody has put all the time in to fix their neck in, in a chiropractic program, right? So that's number two. Number three, reactivation campaigns. Sometimes people just forget who we are because of life, right? And they still need our services, but they forget. Um, 
So create a campaign through email or through phone calls or better yet both where, where you reach out to former customers, tell them that you're still in business, that you might have an offer for them now or just see how they're doing. And you might actually find that you that these people just forgot to call you and they've and they've been waiting for you to call them to get more to, to give you hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning you can transform your life Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Do more business, right? And then here's one that everybody's going to roll their eyes at, but use social media, right? And in particular, social audio. Clubhouse has made it super easy now, okay, to, for you to take your rooms and distribute them in multiple channels, in multiple forms, in, in bites, and whole segments, podcasts, whatever you want to do with it. Clubhouse has made it super easy for you to do that. So just in social audio alone, whether you find an audience of one or 1000, okay, which doesn't really happen here anymore. Right. But you, but, but you, you can, you can create content that will last you for weeks and stimulate people's imagination and help them find you and use your services. I always think of things from a chiropractic point of view, but if you've got a business that's online, this is a no-brainer, folks. Social audio is just a no-brainer, and I think Nate Forrest in his social media room does a does a weekly show on on just on how to use social audio better to promote your business. So hit up Nate; uh, he can help you with that. Right there, he is. oh, he's awake. Look at that. Imagine that. So number five, cross promote, and here's where social media has made this very easy now. Right. When you do a live on any of the platforms with someone, if you're if you're a local business in your town, or if you're an adjacent business where where you where you line up with somebody else's coaching business, you both do some a different type of coaching, whatever it is. I'm just spitballing here, right? You you can you can reach two audiences at once. You can reach your audience, right, and remind them that you're there, but you also reach somebody else's audience that's already using a service that you consider complementary to yours. So imagine the power of doing a really good intentional live where you have an agenda and you have things to say and you can tell people why they need your services now, right? Wouldn't that be an amazing thing if we just did it on a regular basis? And I know that there are a lot of people in the room now who have challenges to themselves where they're actually doing it. So that's, you know, that's five. And I guess six would be just raise your prices. I think everybody has to raise their prices right now because of inflation, but just raising your prices will also, but don't outprice your, 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 your constituency, right? Like just be careful when you do that. And that's why I didn't add that as a, as a top one. But if you look at the, the blogs, like I did some research to do this, this. If you look at blogs all over, the first thing say, everybody says is, is raise your prices. And I'm not sure that that's always the first thing you should do, but I definitely think that you should look at it and make sure that you're not undervaluing yourself. So it's in my mind, it's really important no matter what you do, it comes from a place of service. If you come off as desperate or needy or just self-serving, it's very hard to people, very hard for people to resonate with you. When you come from a place of service, your intent will be that of one people understand, at least the people that I want to deal with, right? 
You will feel better about your business because you are contributing to an abundance mentality and not from a fear of scarcity. Even though the beaver is building a home that protects itself from the predators, when it builds its pond, the beaver creates huge impacts, positive impacts on the ecosystem. Now, could be a landowner doesn't like beaver ponds. I get that. It's a whole other argument. But when beavers create ponds, they create wetlands, okay? They, they create wetlands that become some of the most biologically diverse ecosystems in the world. They increase plant, bird, and wildlife variety. They improve the quality of water, okay? And they, and they raise salmon and trout populations. And those two populations alone feed, you know, thousands of other species, right? The, the extent that which the beaver pond impacts the environment in a positive way, as long as you're not a landowner worried about it, taking down all your trees and things like that is, is enormous, right? It's enormous. So some see beavers as a nuisance, but the earth and the environment see beavers as a keystone species that creates more life and a better world in general. So when you're going to build your dam or to fix your dam or to increase the height of your dam to make a bigger pond, Understand that you that you it is desi- that your pond should be designed to make the world a better place, not just a better pocketbook. So I gave some examples of getting more business, but I'm sure that I've missed some, and I'm sure that every there are people on stage that have things that they can add to the conversation that they've that have worked for them, or somebody might have a question about how to use referrals, how to use these things. So I'm looking for audience participation. You can just go ahead and say your name and and add to the conversation about how do we make more business right right, right away this month. Jeannie, Jeannie, do I see you flashing down there? Yes, absolutely. Good morning, Dr. Sean. This is great. I uh, The one I really leapt on was use social audio. Uh, after listening to all your brilliant chairs and everybody here and enjoying this room since August, I started my own room and I wanted to say to people, I love the idea that you said you can start with one. Uh, And also, you know, there's an opportunity to bring people into this app who have absolutely no idea what it is. (laughs) And if they love you enough, they will come. And uh, so to, to add one layer to that, it's really worth it. I started one on New Year's Eve and every Friday um, at eight o'clock. And I only say that because I created consistency for people. So people who have never been on this app before or on, um, I keep it very consistent with a grounding message and then help those people through it for a couple of seconds. Um, and the also the idea of cross-promoting with others is just a... A cherry on top, an added bonus, something I never expected. I'm now, uh, you know, cross-promoting with others and and really enjoying some beautiful relationships and getting to know more people. So uh, I just am yes-anding that great offer. So thank you. That's that's great. Uh, that's great, Jeannie. It's wonderful that you're doing those things. And, you know, getting people to Clubhouse isn't such a bad idea because I think that the people are kind of Zoom uh, deaf right now, like, like there's, a, there's so many Zooms in our life that just having some place where they don't have to fix their hair or even do the half dress type of, type, type of uh, dance that people are doing, 
is is, is exactly right. You can be live, you can be interactive, but you don't have to be on camera. And I think that that has some appeal for people, especially, you know, with this this whole Zoom deafness that we're getting there. So, yeah, and I see you flashing. Did you have something to add? Yeah, I was just laughing when you mentioned about fixing hair because, you know, my hair is super super uh, messy at the moment but hey it doesn't matter because nobody can see me they just need to listen to my voice but hey dr show i also want to thank you for your share and uh, i don't think i've ever heard of the word beaver this many times in a minute but thank you for giving us tips right you know how to go about our busy lives and more efficiently right and not to waste any time worrying about the dam but to think about you know where to find material and to you know to basically do our do our work and uh, I, I really love your point two and three you know referrals and also reactivation campaign campaign i think you know by february you know these probably need to kick in uh you know we re- need to review like you know what's happened in january i think this is a perfect reminder so i uh, thank you for uh, making you know your segment super um super practical so i really love it and o- obviously social audio definitely made a huge difference to me and uh, i've also just started making video content as well but it's so much more work <laughs> so thank you so much i really appreciate you no, thank you, thank you. No, I yeah, I think that I think the social audio component is is something that we can use. I think that there are multiple platforms now. I still think Clubhouse is really the easiest one for people to use because it's really just a picture, quick bio, and they can get get on the, get on the app. Where there's other where other other some of the other apps are a little more cumbersome in in how you, how they work and stuff like that. But it's a that's a debate for the social media show or somebody else that really knows what the heck they're talking about. I saw somebody else flashing. Was it David? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Dr. Sean. And yes, my hair is uh, looking very good this morning. So <laughs> I am <laughs> I'm in the right place. So a uh, couple things. One is the telephone, which is, which is what I do. You know, get out that 800 pound phone, Go back into that database or that CRM and call, find those people that maybe came through your funnel or came through uh, wherever they came from. Find those old people that maybe never converted into business and go back and call them all and check in with them and, you know, just tell them, you you just, hey, you're checking in, you, you know, uh, you know, come into the system six months ago, whatever you say, just get back into those conversations and you're going to find some, probably find some business there. And also go into, uh, you know, the people that you're doing business with now, check in with them and find out who else they know. They're going to be probably your biggest fans if you're doing a good job. So just check in with them and see how things are going and then ask who they know. Who else do they know that should be, you know, you sh- you should be talking to. And then one other thing that we're actually getting involved in again, which I uh, haven't done in years, but it came up uh, a few days ago in a, in a meeting was BNI. I don't know if anybody else in the room does BNI, but we I used to be, yeah. So you can you can probably talk about BNI, but I started a chapter twenty five years ago. It's still going. I mean, I haven't been part of it in years, but yeah. So I'm going to be getting back into BNI for my training. So anyway, I'll leave it at that. Um, thanks. My name's David. I'm done speaking for now. So BNI for people who don't know what that is is Business Networking International. We've had Dr. Ivan Meisner, Glenn has interviewed him a couple times. Um, Dora Maria hooked us up with that with that guy. He's he's kind of kind of an evil genius when it comes to network. And what he did was he he figured out if he could get you all in a room to listen to him talk for sixty seconds, you might be more likely to give him business, and he might be might like more likely to give you business. So if you go to if you just 
type in BNI, you'll find information about that. And that's refer that's referrals on steroids. It takes a little while to get that going too. So it might not be a this month type of thing, but if you're really interested in the referral economy instead of, instead of the, the hustle economy, the referral economy is a lot easier way to go. And BNI is a great, great ride to take you there. So thanks for that, that tip that David, um, so who's next? Who's got something to share Good about referrals, about building more businesses? Okay, go. Who's that? Good morning. This is Samira from Paris. Good morning, Dr. Sean. Good morning, everyone in this incredible room. So I really do um, believe in referrals. Referral is the most incredible thing we can ever do because it comes from heart, it comes from sincerity. 84% of B2B decision makers start the buying process with referral. So we can see that this is the most incredible and powerful thing we can do. So I do really ask for referrals because when you're in the connection mode, and especially now we are connected to the world and we have a lots of online things going on. So when you have that referral, it comes from that power of believing either in the product or the service or the person. So I think it's incredibly powerful to ask for referrals and to do referral for others because this makes things go so fast and so congruent and really getting results. So I really go for the referral. This is one of the most important and powerful thing to do in business. This is Samira and I'm lending my mic. Thank you. Thank you, Samara. Yeah, referrals are powerful. And it's, again, referrals are, are uh, referrals, the different types of referrals, again, are internal, external. Internal are easier to get uh, business from right away because there's people that you're doing, people that you're doing business with right away, as opposed to external referrals, which are relationships that take time to develop. So if we're looking at something, we're looking for referral campaigns internally that are campaigns and not just you asking for business. Patricia, what do you got? You've just been back. Oh, that was just, yeah, because that was just great. So I'm thinking um, what you're saying all at the same time from within, from without grand rising, everyone. And I recently became a rotary member, a rotary international member so uh i'm thinking like the the club i'm part of uh it, that's like internal right so we could you know uh pretty much like refer with each other because we know each other and then in the organization itself that is international uh but they're vetted organizations among each other um so then that's an external so uh joining the joining these like you know uh foundations and organizations um they're both within and without um you know internal and external referrals and it's just you know they're vetted so they're really uh just wonderful right. so and that's that's what i have to share that's a good that's a good share rotary itself doesn't encourage you to to promote your business when you go there okay you go there to be of service it's a civic organization they they have projects that you can work on and stuff like that and what it is is while well, you provide value for people in that organization as or for the organization in general people will get to know you and then find out more about your business and and such but they but rotarians generally deal with people not not products or services they want to know who the person is so that's a great point patricia thanks so much for bringing that anthony glenn what do you got sir good morning y'all i just have a question what is more important the the trunk the fruit or the seed who can answer that? Seed. It depends on how you feel. Because if you need lunch today, the, the seed. seed won't help you. The, the seed. 
Okay. All right. Here's here. I'm going to say something. And this is what I have learned in sales. Okay. Obviously I'm in real estate sales. Everything's in my bio. Number one, people will never forget how you make them feel. Number two, keep love at the center of sales. If love and customer service is at the center of your sale, you'll always have repeat business. People use Amazon because of their customer service. Anybody can deliver the product, but they deliver the product the best, right? So here's what I've learned in um, sales. What I have integrated into my business is asking questions during the process and asking feedback after the process. Okay, and then some, you won't even have to ask for referrals and then also remembering the client. So here's a simple thing. Everybody right now has their phone in their hand. If you have a customer, once you close the deal, put the date, name, phone number, and email address on your calendar and something, one thing that you can remember about the client. Now, everybody, everybody says Anthony, Anthony, Anthony I, I don't mean to interrupt. I appreciate I'm, the value I'm, that you're providing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to land. Okay, great. I'm going to land. Everybody you know, remember. a salesman wants to be on time, right? And I got to be on time for remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, this I'm is not. the last, this is the last piece. You have your phone in your hand, put the client in your phone, and then just set a reminder in your phone when you close. That's it. And then that reminder will always be a, rem a reminder in your phone. It, it always remind you if you put it in your calendar. I'm Anthony Atlanta Plain. Good morning. Thank you so much, Anthony. And sorry I cut you off. You were you were providing a great deal of value. But one of the things I pride myself is ending this segment on time. And now. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.